All right, so here we go. Let's pray together. Welcome, everybody. <sighs> With our hands on our heart, we tune in to, this, to the power of love, the power of love that has brought us together at this time to share, to explore, to release, to clear, to awaken. Acknowledging each person's yes to be here live on the call or to listen later. Just acknowledging your yes to your healing. We allow ourselves to drop into our, our intuition, our inner guidance. Letting that inner guide lead us, open us, and heal us. And so we allow the highest possibility for this time together. We receive the gifts that are ours to receive, and we share them joyfully with everyone. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. All right. So let me just review the question, and then we'll have nice, intimate sharing since there's just a few of us. So let's do that. I'll share my screen. We can look at the questions. There's a few. Okay, so this was taken from the class on intuition, which was fun if you got to listen to it. And in the breakout, what they discussed in that class was to think back to a time when you had a really strong intuition about something and you were correct. So consider the following regarding that situation. How is it? How was it that you knew what you knew? Did it come to you as a feeling, a thought, a voice, a visual? So kind of what type of intuition do you often receive or in this example that you're going to give? How was it that you knew what you knew? How did it come through? So they're kind of the same questions repeated. So how did you know what you knew and how did you receive it? which kind of is indicative of at least one of the forms of intuition that we are, we have. So I'm going to just take these last two questions and put it in the chat for your reference. We'll come back together. So think of a time when you had strong knowing. How did you know what you knew? <laughs> and how did it come to you? So I'm going to put you in two, two small groups. And, yeah, maybe I'll join one of them, but sometimes it's good for me to be neutral in case people come in late. I can kind of hook them up. So let me just see how that flows. But I'll get a couple rooms set up here. Let's see. Um... Okay, let's see here. Okay, here we go. I'll unmute everyone. Okay, so any discoveries, whatever you'd like to share from your time together. 
You can just unmute yourself if you need my help. Just let me know. Well, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, so, I'm going to add. Okay, let's. Um, I'll mute everyone. I think sometimes people have fans, like I have a fan on, so I should mute myself, but air conditioning or fan. But So if you'd like to talk, just unmute. Go ahead, Karen. Okay, then I'll just mute you. Well, I didn't get to be any of these places. So what did you guys share? What kind of intuition do you get? I'm curious. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, in our group, uh, both Robin and myself said it's definitely a thought that comes into um, in my head. And we shared a, a few ideas of how that might look. Um, it, it's not, it's not a vision. It's not a voice. It's always some sort of thought, but I also have to be aware of it. Robin asked me if I knew if, if, if it was intuition and if I'm not thinking about it, or if I haven't asked a specific question, I don't recognize it as intuition. But if I have asked and then eventually I get a thought, um, then I pretty much know that spirit is answering me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, go ahead, Robin. Uh, I, boy, boy. Uh, I, 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 Try again. I mute myself. Okay. Hey, can you hear me? Okay, this is much better. Um, I, um, Sheila talked about hearing, I believe you said hearing Jennifer talk about the motivation behind what's happening. And if you're motivated, you'll. it's like from spirit. I don't know if that's the correct... Um, if that's accurate, but that's what I took from it, that motivation was a signal or a way of knowing whether um, spirit is, is involved or, or ego. Um, so I really appreciated that because uh, I said I wasn't even aware about motivation being a part of the process and I can see clearly how it would be really helpful if I'm motivated. I'm going to say yes. And there's some, if I'm motivated because it's like, yes, I want to do this, then that's intuitive. 
or it can be I'm motivated not to do it, and I know that no is the right answer. This is a big insight for me because I am really trying to figure out the yes and the no and wanting to be led by spirit before answering that, before making those decisions. So thanks a lot, Sheila, and I don't know if I explained that very well or not, but Actually, I kind of like your interpretation. That's not, that's kind of not exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking that when somebody asked in one of our classes, how do we know if we're supposed to do something and be the good guy or to say no? I mean, and Jennifer said, it's, what is your motivation? Is your motivation pure? And is it something you want to do? Or are you doing it to get something? Okay. And and if we're doing it to get something, then obviously it's coming from ego. It's not coming from spirit. But um, Thank you. But yes, I, I just the word motivation, yeah. Do I feel motivated to do this? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't, you know. So, yeah. Go ahead, Karen. Oh, you're not you're not clear, Karen. Okay. Karen, maybe if you leave the call and come back, your connection will clear up. I can do this aggressive thing where I I can I can help them leave and they can find their way back. But it feels pretty aggressive. All right. Sorry. Did did somebody want to jump in there, Kareem? Well, actually I don't know if I was kicked out or what happened with me, but I was it seemed like I was I was kicked out at the end. I couldn't get back in. Okay, because I didn't kick you off there. I will admit. That's just before, before we got back in the circle. We had maybe a few seconds left, and then uh, I couldn't get back. I had that. I'm on my phone now because my little iPad just would not let me back in, even though I left the meeting and tried to come back. But anyway, um, I'm not sure what we were talking about, but the last thing that Sheila said sounded like something that happened to me today which I shared, which I really wanted to come to this call. And, you know, I, I want to call to all, to come to all the calls and everything. I want to be part of everything. And so my neighbor called me. She wanted me to take her out to visit. She's 84, and I've been taking her several places. And today she wanted my time again. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'll call you back. And then I realized while I'm waiting to call her back that I'm having all these feelings about whether or not I'm going to be able to make the meeting, whether my husband's going to need the car, and I'm just feeling stressed from all these things. So I said, okay, stop. Just breathe and go into my heart and ask, you know, really ask. And I did, and I got that 
it's okay to say yes to her and to do it because, you know, for whatever reason. So I did. I told her I would be, you know, there and I would take her. And a few hours passed and I was supposed to take her out at two o'clock and she called me around noon and said, um, she's not going to need me <laughs> to take her anymore because the person she was going to visit is not going to be there. And I was just like, because I was actually happy. And this is something that was different. The part where when I got it, that it was okay for me to just take her and not to worry about anything that, that I trusted that, you know, that I trusted that everything was good and that if I made the meeting fine, if I didn't make the meeting fine, you know. And I was just in a place of peace compared to what I used to be in before when I didn't ask, which was me trying to figure out things. And when I completely surrendered and completely let that go, everything just happened. Everything from this morning to now, everything's just been happening. And... Here I am in the call and I, <laughs> and it feels, you know, it feels wonderful. So I was saying that this is not intuition really, but uh, more like, you know, guidance and, um, and that's my share. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Thanks, Karine. I um, shared a couple of examples just because one was is quite kooky, I think. Um, I've, I've actually um, always had intuition come through. Um, not When I was younger, I didn't necessarily understand it was intuition, but it's, it's been something that I've always been aware of. Um, and it tends to come through as... Um, I think the term is claircognizance and it tends to be that thought and it just kind of drops into the mind. I can get it through as the feeling, the clairsentience. Um, it's occasionally I'll get it through as a hearing. Um, and if I follow it and I get it through constantly, really, if I follow it, my days really flow as well. And I have been known to ignore it and, um, I'm learning not to ignore it more and more. Um, the first example I actually shared in the group um, was one morning I came into the kitchen and I had this sense, this this thought just dropped into my mind that there was water in the kitchen. So I immediately looked on the kitchen floor, but there wasn't any water. So I dismissed it, went upstairs spent about half an hour upstairs, came back downstairs again, and I got the same information coming through. There's water in the kitchen. So I went to the cupboard under the sink, and there was a tiny hole in one of the pipes, and it was spraying water all over the kitchen cupboard. Um, and it, that incident just makes me laugh because it was, you know, so clear when it came through the first time, there's water in the kitchen. <laughs> it just didn't dawn on me the first time to look under the in the cupboard under the sink. Um, another time which I shared, and this was is, is an example of when it came through as, as a voice and it was a really quite powerful voice. Um, I was meditating and that morning I'd had a rash that was spreading up my torso. 
And this voice said, it's a peanut allergy. You need to go make an appointment with your kinesiologist, which I did. And it was a peanut allergy. Um, I didn't realize that I reacted to peanuts and I'd been eating some peanuts that we had in the house that were left over for some from some friends being here. And I didn't want to throw them away and waste them and began to react to them. So they were the two examples I shared. But definitely. Um, it's always sometimes I get it through and I've heard Jennifer talk of this as well that sometimes it's 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 a very insistent voice a very gentle insistent voice and it might be just something um for instance where I'm getting the message to leave the house by a certain time to go somewhere and very often when I do that I might meet up with somebody that I haven't, I haven't seen for a, a long time so as I say, it's guidance that's coming through our intuition all the time. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Penelope. Nadia, you want to share? Yeah, thanks, Penelope. Thanks, everyone. Um, while you were sharing, Penelope, I had an add-on thought to the, the aha moment in our group. Um, so I've, I've gotten communications through intuition in many forms, depending on whatever. And a lot of times in the past, it's been really clear in, in times of danger or, or perceived danger or perceived um, threat. Like um, if somebody says something, a couple of times said something in a, in a voice and it, it would have been like illogical to think anything through it. But aside from the actual t physical twitch in my body that told me, uh, -uh <laughs> don't keep going. <laughs> or I've had a vision of trees before I moved um, to Alaska. I had this vision months prior to that, that I needed to be where trees were and I ended up moving. But during our discussion, this is, this is what came up. And then this is the add on. <clears throat> what came up was, I did, I went and, you know, I followed my intuition during those times that it was there. But then afterwards, it was like, I got to a point where my intuition felt like I wasn't sure what it was saying anymore because I was mad at it. I was mad at following my intuition, even though I knew it was like what I was supposed to do, but it led to, to personal challenges that were, you know, that I'm still going through. And it's like, almost this, this like shell shock and fear of like, well, last time I followed my intuition, now I am having to do all this stuff and I've done so much stuff already, how much more stuff. But then I had this aha moment while Penelope was sharing, which was um, I made a commitment during with this course to, to learn from, from joy rather than learn from fear. So then my aha moment was, um, um, okay, at some point then intuition will come in differently because it's different when it's a response to something that's fearful. New intuition says to avoid the fear versus then the intuition says to go with the joy. And Sheila made this, this wonderful suggestion reminding us about our tools, which is to write myself a forgiveness letter for being mad at myself for following my intuition so that I can make that transition because, yeah, intuition's there when we're afraid, can it guide us when learning through joy or wanting to learn with joy too? And 
and I got mad at it for some reason that I need to forgive <laughs> because I think the learning with joy part, it's harder to know for me whether it's my ego talking because my ego wants this or if it's my intuition guiding me on the joyful path and me second guessing it because of fear. That's the part that is a transition because it used to be there when I was afraid to, to protect me. But now that I'm changing how I respond, I'm in this like, you know, <laughs> between kind of flip phase. So I'm going to practice that and do the, the forgiveness letter for following my intuition. And I feel like that's going to clear up some blocks. That is so cool. Because <laughs> I was just going to say to the group that I didn't go into a group and I was not even excited if I were to say the time where my intuition kind of led me to finding out a betrayal which I had this strong energy like oh don't like there's something that's not okay happening and then I was like I was equally like I don't even want to find out and being really like led by this river of knowing and um, it's so interesting for you to say that <sighs> Because I think at the time, it feels to me like since I wanted healing, I was in Mass for Living. Even if I wasn't, I think healing is always gonna ha is always happening. But um, the way it all happened didn't feel good, and it didn't feel good when I was right, and I didn't even want to be right. Uh, I ignored other things because I didn't want to be right, <laughs> and then I ended up being right, and it's like I could just throw up on the spot you know and then but I think as you look back um, it's just because all these false beliefs were in this ball of a mess that was just coming up for healing so as the false beliefs release I think and we don't have so much junk <laughs> to rise to the surface we don't have to be afraid of what we're being guided to or um, but it's really interesting for you to say that your focus, that to me reminds me of being led by the vision instead of pushed by pain. Like I was literally felt pushed by this pain of this karmic thing coming up to be released instead of I'm moving in a direction of trust. <laughs> like that was, so that's very interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. That's very enlightening and something to think about. Well, I was, so part of it was I was moved by this vision and I don't often get visions, but I knew that was a, an important vision, but then it led to all these challenges in my life currently that many of them are blessing. I mean, let's, let's just say they're all blessings. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's, it's hard for me now because I also get intuition through hearing guidance, but now the guidance is almost like, like, I want to tell myself to go do the things that are going to kind of ease some of some of the challenges. And so then I'm wondering, is I actually ask myself sometimes, like, who said that? <laughs> is that the ego or is that spirit? Like, I have to go back and say, Holy Spirit, tell me again. Or, you know, because I can't, my, my ego really wants to get in there and say, okay, look, that's how you did that. Look where it got you, got you through all this pain. Yeah, you followed your intuition last time. So I know my ego's in there trying to, like, tell me that 
I should be suspicious of my own intuition. <laughs> so this is where the forgiveness letter I think is going to be really helpful. Forgive myself for following my intuition and keep going. <laughs> is it forgive yourself for judging yourself for following the intuition? Well, it's because I'm mad that certain things are in a certain, I'm, I don't like certain circumstances right now. And my intuition led me to create these circumstances because my guidance was to move to Alaska. And now my kids are in Alaska and my guidance was to go look for spiritual community where it's available. And it ha didn't happen to be in Alaska. So my intuition is to go find you and meet Jennifer. And I, it's like, well, why can't my intuition just tell me where I can have my kids and have my community all in the same place at the same time? Why is my intuition taking me to these different places? That's the upsetting part, because then that's the in-between zone that is the journey, you know? That's that's my, my beef with my intuition. <laughs> it's telling me to go stretch myself. And it's all, I know, in, in wonderful ways that are inspired by God and Holy Spirit, because I've practiced making sure that I confirm that my choices are in alignment with it. Yet there's those in between phases where I get mad that it, things are the way they are. And I then want to blame it on my own intuition for getting myself into it, which is an ego thing. It's like, yeah, the ego sneaky. <laughs> right. But you're too smart for it, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. I accept. Anyone have thoughts about this or? The only thing I that came back to me while you were talking is is that question. Who is it that's that's asking that of me? Like when I was saying, saying that I wanted to be on the call today and when I was in the quiet moment just waiting for the answer because I actually felt tension in my body and I felt like I couldn't decide. And then as I was breathing and relaxing into it, who is it that's saying that I have to be on the call? Okay. I don't think that, you know, to, my answer was that it wasn't spirit telling me that I needed, that I needed. Anytime I need to do something, I know it's not spirit. So so after I had those questions of who is it that's asking me to do this or to do that, there really wasn't any real guidance there. So I said, okay, so I'm the one that's wanting. My, the little I in me, the ego part, is the one who's trying to push me here and there, and I don't have to go with that. I can relax, and I can just know that I am led and guided, and that spirit is with me, and that if I'm in joy and in peace, then I don't need to question anything anymore. So I'll just stay with the joy and the peace. And um, yeah, that question about who is it that's asking came to me this morning also, and that was very helpful for me. Well, I just thought of quickly is like, even let's say we're not sure what choices to make. What I love is that concept of the GPS system, which is constantly bringing us back on course so that we wouldn't question three choices ago 
forever and because whatever we're choosing it's going toward our highest so even if we missed it like we missed the turn the GPS reroutes we still get there which to me is like a relief because we're not trying to master this intuition we're just flowing and learning and it's just doing its thing to me that was like so helpful to get and today in traffic, I, I was trying to avoid this traffic jam that I saw coming like the opposite way. Like, all right, when we go home, I'm going to avoid that. And then I get ready. I check. I even double check. I'm like, oh, we can take. Oh, it's saying we won't meet it and we'll not go on that road. Well, guess what I did? I just, it was like two turns and it was like 500 feet ahead. And I turned the first one, which was wrong and put me right in the traffic jam. And I was like, huh, that was really the opposite of my plan. But the fascinating thing is that neither my husband, we didn't get upset about it. We're like, okay. I go, oh, I didn't, that was not what I wanted to do. And then we proceeded, and then I parked the car where we were getting to next. I got out of the car, and I saw a guy from my high school. Like, we don't even live in the state in high school. Like, I haven't seen this guy in 20 years. And I have my glasses on, and we're getting it. And I just spot him. I'm like, Daniel Rose from high school? <laughs> and then I thought, well, if I had been here earlier, I don't know. I might have seen him in the store. I might not have. It didn't really matter. And he's someone that I have kind of like unforgiveness, unhealed. And it was like, I got to heal that thing with Daniel Rose. <laughs> Just so, But I mean, the whole thing is so cool because it starts out with, okay, I have my own plan. And then it goes, oh, well, here's what's happening. And then you get to say, well, I don't know why I'm in this thing, but let's ride it out because it could have a really cool ending. And hopefully I get to know it otherwise we don't always get to know it why it was the, what it is so but that was fun today to be able to share this on this call that like I haven't he was like I haven't seen you since 1997 I was like yes and I just saw him plain as day I was like Daniel Rose that's you and he was like yes so anyway thank you <laughs> Sounds like you were sent there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. But you go through traffic like in a hot day and like really annoying and I could have avoided it. So my little plan would have totally avoided that. But now I have Daniel Rose like top of the list forgiveness letter. <laughs> it's like moved up to the top. <laughs> Yes, you were saying that even right before you said it, I got the same insight about um, how the ego is like this backseat driver. Spirit might be guiding us the right way, the right place, but then the whole time spirit's like, and not spirit, I mean ego. Ego is like, well, I'm just trying to listen to spirit, but I have the ego saying, you sure you don't want to turn left? What if you want to turn right? What if you're going too fast? What if you missed it? What if you didn't miss it? And it's like, okay, I'm trying, I want my intuition to keep going. And I feel like it is going no matter what. I just have to calm the ego down because the intuition is always broadcasting something, I feel. The, it, the GPS is always there. And, and that's great how you said it reroutes us 
or it just reroutes itself. Okay, you're going to go there, you're going to go there. Here, I'll give you another miracle. Oh, you were going to have miracle A, well, now you get miracle B and C. All miracles are great. All, all miracles welcome. Did you want to share, Robin? Thank you. Um, well, I just loved Corrine's story about going back to being peaceful. And then I loved your story about how, gosh, I, I guess I've heard this before, but just, I mean, that happened and it was a miracle. And you did not want that. You had a plan, and and so, and what I loved what you said is, it's like in life, I feel like, you know, I don't ever want to make a mistake because that will look bad. But on the spiritual journey, we're allowed to explore and experiment, and maybe we get things, it's messy, and it, and, and just kind of like, I feel like I've got to, every decision has got to be just right. And, and what do I know is just right? But there's this fear around making decisions. And to just be able to, and I know how important it is to relax and rest and come back home to that centered, sacred place. And I know when I do that, I open up space for goodness, and I open up space for miracles. And the fact that you and your husband were like, chilling, it worked. And the fact that Corrine was chilling, and I've had that, I just, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think what I got on a bigger level, uh, Angela, was just that, it's all an exploration, and we can make mistakes, which is really something I feel like you cannot do. But it's just a part of it. So, thank you. Thank you. Sheila, thank you for being here. Bye. What I just want to add quickly, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if Penelope, you want to chime in. Um, I also think my husband didn't have an issue because I didn't judge myself. Like I didn't project it out onto him. I didn't have any self judgment, so I didn't get any flack or any. That's kind of what I thought of. Like I didn't even go there, so he didn't either. It's like, oh, that's miracle number one right there so rather than oh everything goes smooth where we're cruising down the highway like I just had that experience of no self-judgment no judgment from other yay <sighs> yeah Anybody else? Go ahead. I can't yeah. see everybody, but I was wondering if a Karen came back, if she was there, because she yeah. wanted to see before, and I, I can't see. She is here. I'll see if she can start her video. Thank you for that. I thought of that earlier.
Anyone else want to say something while we're, yeah. Um, there is, you know, that saying that there's uh, nothing for us to do, that we don't have to do anything. And, I mean, that just, the relaxing into and letting go, just all of that, not judging it just washes it away, all that stuff. So, so there. I don't know what, what I just would like to do that more. Do you want to share, Penelope? Here we go. I can't. Oh, I can't unmute you. Can okay. Um. Yeah. Thanks for that, because um, as much as I do get the intuition, intuition through and the guidance, the one thing I do struggle with is if, if I need to make a decision, I find it harder to put myself in, in a place to relax, to receive the intuition, or I find it confusing. And sometimes I get into this thing about I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake when I make a decision. Um, and I, and I am aware that the guidance comes through much more when I'm not really specifically concentrating on it. And sometimes even if I've asked Spirit a question, I endeavour to just let it go and then go and do something else. So, for instance, sometimes I get um, quite a bit of guidance comes through or answers to things when I'm actually doing my Tai Chi practice. It just kind of flows through with the the movement but yeah I do struggle with the when it when it's a decision and I think it's an important decision that I've got to make um so thanks for that that was helpful what people have shared I love working on Jennifer's team because we do have deadlines but she doesn't really always follow them if she hasn't received the answer. So there's also the question, do I have to know right now or is there a deadline or am I placing it on myself? Or sometimes, you know, I don't know, there are certain deadlines, but I think we're also learning how to break down all these <laughs> uh, structures. Like, I give birthday presents late, and I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it on time. <laughs> just wasn't. Like, I don't know if that's okay, but, you know, I make myself feel bad, but I was like, it just didn't happen yet. Like, it's not happening yet. I don't even know what to get you yet. I hope I know, <laughs> you know? But then it's taking off this social pressure that, oh, has to come on time or something like that. Yeah. It's just those, it, it, all that cultural stuff and all that man-made, those rules are so, like there is a right way to do things. And it just is such a release or so, um, I mean, I think that's really lovely that, that you can be late and you can't, you don't even know yet. And they'll be lucky if they get one, really. <laughs> but, but that, that, 
that we can all just give each other a break. Just give each other a break and let it just fall the way it falls and love each other, you know. Thank you. Final thoughts because we are in case people need to be somewhere. Or... Beautiful. Thought Penelope, final thought? Okay, I see like this motion and then I never know. Okay, well, just thanking everybody for coming and thanking everyone who's listening later to our discoveries here and we'll bless each other with a prayer. First, just thankful again to our own willingness to say yes to clearing our time, our schedule, to be together, to share transparently and openly our life experience. We're grateful for all that we are receiving from spirit. We're grateful for spirit's patient with, patience with us. And we are willing to be just as patient with ourselves as we learn to navigate the voices, the energies, the feelings. We're grateful to remember to come back to that peaceful existence where things are easy and they do flow on their own. We're willing to let go of this idea that we have to plow through life with a plan. And we're also willing to have compassion for any parts of ourselves that are sad to let the plan go. And so we just stay present to each moment, each thought, feel our way through it. And we're grateful to be on this road of mastery. So we're blessing our community, all of our prayer partners, all of those we love, blessing our heart's desires. And we go in peace, and so it is. Amen.